What's up, dudes? Unfortunately, due to a long sinus infection, I did not get a chance to record a new episode. I had to cancel all my recordings. So I dug through the archives and I found a lost episode. Now, this is actually one that you've heard before with a different guest. Um, I originally recorded this prior to recording with that other guest. This features my brother Danny, and we're talking about him up at Christmas Carol. So you might have heard me say some of the things already, uh, but I still hope you enjoy it. It was fun talking with Danny, and as you can hear, my voice still isn't great. So um, please, uh, prayers and thoughts are always welcome. Anyway, party on. It's the American way. Sam. Oh. It's the British way. We're talking to Muppet Christmas Carol. Hit it. It was 1992. The Space Shuttle Endeavor began its maiden voyage. The Cartoon Network debuted. Windows 3.1 and Microsoft Works were released. And Kermit and the gang teamed with Michael Caine to show us that a miser can change his ways. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now joining me today is a Totally Rad Christmas all-star. You'll know him from episode two on the Time Life Treasury and from episode 10 on Mega Man, my brother, Danny. Danny, how's it going? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, y'all? <laughs> totally rad community. <laughs> they are pretty rad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, totally, totally rad, totally rad community. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, man. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Uh, just the... Uh, this this morning, uh, watched the Muppet Christmas Carol for the first time, probably in like I'm not sure, but maybe 15 years. Whatever. <laughs> I, I, I really, I really think it's been that long. I mean, so I, I, I don't know. Like, I haven't, I'll, and I, and I'll tell you why in a second. Why I think that uh, when we go to the movie, but okay. Well, I know that's uh, yeah. wrong because I know we watched it uh, a few years ago when we were in uh, visiting mom and dad. <laughs> but okay i don't think i actually watched it you maybe you fell asleep <laughs> yeah i don't remember i don't remember watching it like all this seemed new to me again or you might have been um you might have been playing on your computer yeah i might have been playing video games or something mega man <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was about to say <laughs> mega man which part <laughs> oh man well that's cool but uh you doing all right staying safe yeah, uh, what what else can you do? Nothing else to do except stay safe in these times. <laughs> well, I was trying. <laughs> it didn't work out so well for me. Yeah, but, uh, yeah for some reason. I, uh, exactly, you know. You know, but here I am. So it's okay. It's all right. Now I, I have this time to record awesome podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the positive can come out of a negative. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. 
<laughs> oh man. So, okay. What, um, you know, Muppets Christmas Carol. I mean, I remember it, even though it came out in 92 when I was 12, I mean, I remember it like almost always being there every Christmas, but what are your memories of, uh, Muppets Christmas Carol? See, that's, uh, that's not very difficult. I mean, I have a lot of memories. I, I mean, most of the memories are just watching it with you and, and David, um, mm-hmm. and just, just, I don't know, just getting into it and join it. It's, it's pretty much, how can I say this? I, I'm not sure if this is, I don't, I don't, okay. Cut all this, cut all this. <laughs> but, uh, um, like I consider this, uh, my definitive, uh, Scrooge, nice. which is, which is not saying much because I think I've only seen two. <laughs> <laughs> this one and Scrooge and, and Bill Murray, <laughs> Scrooge and and actually the other one is really good. Uh, uh, I I love Scrooge as well. So, but you really can't compare them. But anyways, yeah, so, both both of these yeah, both I of those it. are uh, top four movies for me. It's like it the the okay. the positions change depending on my mood. So it's like it's Home Alone, <laughs> uh, Christmas Vacation, yeah. Scrooge, and this one. And just depending on how I feel, they uh, they kind of shift up and down for like my favorite yeah, Christmas movie, sure, you know, sure. or my top four, yeah. But I I definitely remember um, watching it with you guys. I also remember um, watching it at school uh, one Christmas. I don't know what year. I was probably third grade. I think third grade. And uh, my best friend at the time would quote lines from it. Uh, especially like the Rizzo the Rat lines. Oh, Rizzo's so the, funny. The, the, this is this is my island in the sun from the oh, other yeah. rats. And... <laughs> <laughs> he loved that. He loved, he loved that line. So you know who else loved that line? John John Olage. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> another best Keep friend. Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, man! Just I guess the quote quoting, you know, just like the Simpsons, quoting quoting it all the time with friends, with you and and David. Yeah, um, those are the memories right there. So, what do you? Uh, but I also uh, really quick, just uh, and we'll get into this when we go through the movie. But uh, it also, I also remember feeling a lot of emotions when I would watch the movie. So yeah, like just well, a lot of emotions. I mean, so, it can, it's kind of scary, you know. So yes. It's especially because you were what, seven i guess you were seven when you when this came out yeah did mm-hmm. we see it in the theaters because i don't remember seeing it in the theaters. we did not but the reason was because okay. um home alone 2 came out that same year oh and so you know we we didn't go to the the movies that often and i remember we we wanted to see home alone 2 instead because we'd already seen part one you know mm-hmm. of course i love the muppets too so it was kind of like a it was a Sophie's Choice, man. No. <laughs> no, but it was, I remember, and I think I was, uh, I don't think I was outvoted. I think we just, all of us just decided, yeah, we'll, yeah. Just, we'll see Home Alone 2 instead. But as soon as I mean, it came Home out Alone on video, so we picked it up. And of course, we. it's been a part of our Christmas every year, I think. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I think I would have definitely picked, I think I probably would still pick if I had the choice today, like uh, not having seen The Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And only seen Home Alone, and then mm-hmm. like, which one would you see? Probably Home Alone too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. I think I I would have liked to have seen it in the theater though, especially because yeah. on the uh, on the home video release, the VHS, which is when we first saw it, they had that uh, that when love is gone song that Bell sings. That's in the movie, mm-hmm. and in the uh, in the theatrical version, it wasn't. Love is 
Yeah, which actually caught me off guard because I was watching on Disney Plus today. Mm-hmm. And that song, like, uh, which, you know, every time I watch it, of course, I was a little boy. Uh, but sometimes... It was boring. Uh, sometimes I would be like, <laughs> all right, let's get through the song. Yeah, same here. And other times, there was a lot of times that I actually felt it and I would feel so sad for, for oh. Scrooge. And I would, like, felt like Rizzo. And, like, that was one of the emotional parts for me. And so, you know, today I was watching it and I really, like, just felt like okay i need to see this i need to feel this i want to feel some emotions today let some tears flow and then it wasn't there <laughs> yeah it, it's in the extras on, like, Dis- what the heck? on disney plus it's in the extras so it's funny because later on so when they upset. when they do the when they release the dvd and the blu-ray later on you know you have your choice between the theatrical version or the 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 full screen version and of course i always prefer widescreen because that's how they're they're shot but if you pick mm. widescreen, then you get the theatrical version. So if you pick full screen, mm. then it's there edited in. But the thing that, uh, I mean, I was the same way. I always thought it was kind of boring. But the thing that I always noticed was that when she sings, she flares her nostrils a lot. <laughs> yeah, then, I remember that we used to talk about that when we were kids. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a little shallow. Immature. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty mean. Yeah, our bad. Definitely. That's kind of kid, <laughs> that's kind of kid too. Um, but yeah, actually, uh, I lo- I really like that song and uh it gets me emotional and Good whenever song, i yeah. whenever i like remember the movie for all these years like that was that's the one like that, that's not the one song that stuck out stuck out to me but like that scene i remember just being so emotionally charged for me and and i would feel very sad and so i paused the movie at that point and got on youtube and looked up the <laughs> <laughs> looked up the scene watched it and then felt the you know the the feels, and then I went back to the <laughs> went back to Disney Plus. I gotcha. That's cool. That's um, cool. But yeah, apparently you know a lot of people also were upset about it, and they've been trying to get Disney to you know to find the put the footage back, but they say like they lost. They it lost the negatives. Yeah, isn't that crazy? But um, I mean, I guess that's pretty common. Expect- actually, you you hear yeah, about that well, a lot, but yeah, still, definitely. I mean, you know, you would have thought. Jim Henson or Brian Henson, excuse me, would have had a copy somewhere. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it like that, that song, I feel like is really important, uh, especially because the ending, they reprise the song. Well, know, and, and uh, yeah, but, yeah. And again, yeah, we'll, we, we'll talk about it later, but, uh, okay. but I know Brian Henson was pretty upset because it wasn't his decision. Yeah. It was um, the studio. The big wig. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it kind of, and and I I get what they're saying. It does kind of drag it the pacing down a bit, but right. But you're right. It is a good emotionally charged song. But uh, you know we're getting ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> yeah, I always do. That's what I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. I'm like I gotta talk about this, uh, so I just bring it up. Right away. <laughs> well, before we get into it, I gotta ask, who's your favorite Muppet? Who's my favorite Muppet? Like yeah. of all time? Yeah. I don't think I've ever thought about that. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure I think of them like that. I just think of them as like, they're the Muppets. Like they're all Muppets and they work together. Yeah, I get it. You I know? get it. Yeah. Um, Cause then otherwise I think I would probably just say Kermit cause he's so humble. Yeah, yeah I, li- I like Kermit, but uh, I think my favorite as far as like comedy bits go is probably Fozzie. <laughs> okay because he's so yeah not funny that it's funny 
Australia. You're a wonderful looking audience. It's a pleasure to be here. It's so they like subpar dad jokes. He tries so hard. <laughs> yeah, they're so bad. <laughs> yeah, I love Fozzie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have a chance at the at the voice off at the end. <laughs> you do the Muppets so well. well, we might. Do, I might. Um, uh, I might surprise you with something different instead. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. Gonzo is pretty cool too. Gonzo I like. I do like cool. Gonzo. Yeah, Gonzo the Great. <laughs> and which you know, in this he actually he seemed like he's since he's playing uh, Charles Dickens, Dickens. Mm-hmm. yeah, like it's kind of, it seems like it's not him. It's cool. It's like a sophisticated Gonzo. Yeah, yeah, he's more um, wise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, awesome. I like the, I like this Gonzo, especially when like when you first when we first met the Gonzo Gonzo from the uh, the Muppet Show. And he had, you know, he was like super insecure and his voice was just a little bit different and kind of shaky. And I mean, I remember being like, who's this guy? And then later on, he kind mm-hmm. of grew and got a little more assertive. And then he was, you know, Gonzo the Great. And all of a sudden it was like, <laughs> was like yeah, all right. I like this Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I haven't watched enough Muppets to see that transformation, but. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> Oh man, the Muppets! Yeah, I love the Muppets. There was a while where, um, where we were watching like all the Muppet Show episodes, like we were just binging mm-hmm. them, and then they never released like season four, or season five. So then we just kind of stopped, and like, all right, well, I guess, I guess we'll just stop because <laughs> we can't when, go on. When was that recently? It was uh back when uh, before Tiff and I were married, and so we were okay. we were just binging. You know, on of course, binging on DVD at that point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, like, okay. like, all right, put on the next one. I was like, that's hard next, to believe with, with next, Netflix and Disney Plus. That they next some. disc. Well, they. St- I mean, and uh, from what I understand, a lot of it has to do with rights for the songs. So they probably won't, oh, uh, won't be releasing, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a shame because like uh, that fourth season was some of the best with like Christopher Reeve. Mark Hamill. I mean, there's like a mm-hmm. whole cool Star Wars episode that's that's pretty awesome. Oh, I think I think I've heard of that. Yeah, and Gonzo's the Darth Vader figure. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I I think there might be clips of that. Uh, there is. You somewhere. can find it on YouTube. It's kind of sped up, and the sound is bad. But you know, oh, nothing like man, a nice remastered <laughs> version that I'd like to see. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That's eh, cool. That sucks from up. Yeah, that's all right though, man. It's cool because I got yes, this sir. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jim Henson, voice of Kermit, creator of the Muppets, he passed away in 1990. Mm-hmm. At first, there were you know there was a little bit of a debate, but it, it wasn't it, honestly it wasn't even very long on whether or not they should continue, and they all kind of agreed that you know. Mm-hmm that it's kind of all their babies at this point and they should still keep going, but they didn't know what to do. So um, their manager, Bill Haber, he actually approached Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son, and said, hey, you know what? You should do a Christmas carol. It's the greatest story of all time. You should do that. And so he kind of convinced them to do it. And like while they were tossing out ideas, all of a sudden <laughs> Bill Haber calls and he's like, hey, I sold the, <laughs> I sold the, the movie to ABC. So it's going to be a TV movie. So that was like their, their thing. It was going to be a TV movie. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 
So they got uh, Jerry Jewell, who's like one of their best writers. I mean, that dude's written like all the best Muppet stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so they got him to write it. And at that time, they were like tossing out a bunch of ideas where originally it was going to be um, like, according to Brian Henson, it was going to be like Robin the Frog as a ghost of Christmas past. And uh, Miss Piggy was going to be mm. Christmas present. And then I think it was Animal or Gonzo, one of them that was going to be uh, Christmas yet to come. And mm-hmm. they they kind of realized, well, you know, it's it's so atmospheric. I think we need like these unique, specific Muppets, like only yeah. for these. Which I'm glad they did yeah. because I mean I think it would have been yes, cool also. <laughs> but but I mean you know it worked out better that way. You know. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it's so mysterious, like having those new interesting characters, and I feel like uh, uh, having a new Muppet character in every movie. I don't know if they do that, but I do. I feel like the ones that they had a new Muppet character really kept it fresh as well. Uh, like that, the one with what's the name? Uh, is it Jason Siegel? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, Walter. Yeah, and they had that new Muppet <laughs> character. And, yeah, but yeah, um, totally. Like the the future uh, with the guy who looked like Death. No, uh, I know he was a creepy Muppet man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, and then the <laughs> the the big the big dude the. Pre- one like the ghost of christmas present oh my god like when i was a kid he was my favorite he was he was he was, he was so the whole cool movie. <laughs> i like when Come he in and know me better man <laughs> you're a little dancing. absent-minded spirit <laughs> oh no, i'm, I'm a, a large absent- <laughs> we, we couldn't even finish it <laughs> Oh, oh my man. gosh! Yeah, we this love is, that part. <laughs> yeah, I like when he and Scrooge are just kind of dancing back and forth. <laughs> yeah, and that, like Scrooge is already smiling at that point, which is really, really cool. Like he even <laughs> makes Scrooge already uh, loosen up a little bit more too. Yeah, even though he just had the you know sad flashback, he really just loosens him up and yeah, he and does. Starts molding him with his cheerfulness and positivity. Yeah, it's, I mean, and of course, Michael Caine is just a phenomenal actor, but yeah. so, so while they were doing all this pre-production stuff, they realized that, um, you know, Charles Dickens, the, the novella is like so amazing at the way it's worded a lot. You know, some of his prose is just fantastic. So they thought, well, we should mm-hmm. include a narrator. So then that's when they got the idea of making Gonzo Charles Dickens. And then they added Rizzo as like his foil, you know, kind of like a Greek chorus kind of thing, you know, but, uh, you know, essentially he's just his sidekick, (laughs) but I'm glad, I'm glad he has a sidekick. Yeah. That's like their best uh, idea ever. He would have just been a boring narrator. Mm -hmm. And then what's the point of using Gonzo as a narrator if he doesn't have, you know, some kind of funniness. So that adding Rizzo was really genius. Exactly. And, and of course Rizzo and his, trademark snark uh you know new york uh <laughs> bravado and everything i mean it's just it, it, it oh, works so perfectly point, against the like, what does he say when <laughs> at one point doesn't he say like i'm from new jersey or i'm from brooklyn or something like that <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> i heard it i heard it in the movie today. i believe you i believe you i just i don't remember it <laughs> <laughs> it's so random. I love how they have those. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's that's typical like Jerry Jewel writing. So they finish the script, they submit it, and then mm-hmm. uh, they they love it so much that uh, Walt Disney Pictures picks it up and says, "No, no, no, we're going to turn this into like a movie." 
<laughs> and so then oh, that's how it became this movie, which is awesome. I mean, it's uh, it, it's definitely, yeah, like I said, it's kind of a toss up, but it's it, it's like between this one and Scrooge. That's like my favorite version of A Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know, what's funny is that uh, I was watching the making of or like there's like a 10 minute video on the production of this movie uh-huh. uh, and it doesn't go into that much depth but like it seemed it reminded me of from scrooge mm-hmm. like the whole variety show uh charles dickens thing like oh yeah i just got that vibe from that and i'm like scrooge could have i mean they could have made this movie in scrooge and they got michael Caine and i don't know <laughs> mary lou retton <laughs> <laughs> yeah they would have needed a few more stars but Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, yeah, Michael Caine, <laughs> I don't know how he freaking did it, acting like that, uh, never breaking character, like, well, I mean, of course, they would have cut those, but like, just able to put so much emotion and a, a wide range of, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I guess emotions, uh, acting with Muppets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny, because originally, they were thinking of George Carlin to be Scrooge, which no, no. I know. <laughs> it's like no then no. there was a few other actors they thought about but it, eventually they decided to go ahead and uh and you know nominate michael Caine for it and one thing that he that he said when he was going to do the the thing was that he was never going to play it like muppety he's like I, i'm not going to wink i'm not going to do anything muppety i'm playing this like it's the like the shakespearean royal company or something like that mm. which i think mm-hmm. adds to it you know he's the straight man while all the uh, all the muppets around mm-hmm. him are like you know the the comedy comedy guys so i think it's perfect yeah it keeps it grounded too yeah. it doesn't it doesn't always feel like a muppet movie it it like i said before it it makes me feel uh like uh sadness fear all these things that mm-hmm. normally I think in a Muppet movie, I'd be like, oh, you know, there's nothing, nothing bad's going to happen. But in this one, I really felt at times like, oh, something bad's about to happen. Yeah. Uh, someone's going to die. Little Tim, uh, tiny Tim's going to die. Uh, and I think it's because of his performance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. he's Michael Caine, you know. Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> You knew I had to say it, yeah. (laughs) And uh, sorry for those at home, that's an inside joke from when we were growing up. (laughs) From a a movie? A movie uh, called Ricochet with uh, Michael Caine. uh, (laughs) I don't remember it being that good, but I remember loving it. (laughs) You know what? Say it again? I said, I don't remember it being that good, but I remember loving it. (laughs) That movie... Uh, yeah. We watched it like all the time when they would show it on HBO and then it like they just stopped and then we never watched it again. I just anyway. remember it was like an action movie. I think it was something. kind of an action movie, yeah. Michael Caine action. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, right, he's right, had right. a couple, but anyway. Um so of course we kind of get into it and it it's definitely has that iconic intro, you know. Do 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 or something like that it's got that that nice little intro and then it kind of fades in eventually to um gonzo and 
Rizzo and right away <laughs> we get it's it's one of those where right away you get you get jokes you know <laughs> like, so so as you're passing in you get that those pigs that are like oh that was a fine meal you know <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like, what should we do now? How about lunch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's just, and of course, Gonzo's there, you know, like like apples, get them while while they last, and he's eating them at the same time. And so we get, uh, you know, we get Rizzo and and Gonzo right away already arguing. And he's like, you know, hey, I'm, you know, he's eating the apples <laughs> that they're selling. And it's uh, oh, yeah. I'm creating scarcity. <laughs> it's like right away That's you get so into good. like a little mini economics. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I don't like know these, if I ever got that joke until today. It's like these, these snappy little pieces of dialogue, you know, they're just, it's, it's so great, <laughs> you know, the, with the, all these little comebacks and, and one-liners. And uh, so of course, right away, mm-hmm. Gonzo starts introducing, you know, you know, he's Charles Dickens, and uh, <laughs> I'm laughing already. And uh, he's like, "Prove it!" Oh, I mean, you know that whole bit. He's like, "I know that oh. I know a Christmas Carol like the back of my hand." Oh yeah, prove got it. A, <laughs> got a mole? Uh, yeah. something. I got a, a scar. A scar? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "No, no, don't, don't describe your hand." <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then you think, oh, he's gonna get into it with the, uh, uh, I forget what he says, but he co- he has this good entry line, and then and then Rizzo interrupts it again. Yeah, the Marleys yeah. were dead to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like that's how it starts. Ooh, good good start or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that a good start. <laughs> it is a good start. <laughs> Oh and, uh, my gosh. <laughs> but I love how the whole time they have this interplay about how Gonzo, because he's the narrator, he knows everything. You know, he knows exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And Rizzo, the whole time, like, is just like, well, hoity toity, Mr. God, like smarty pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh, I laughed so much at that. I, I don't think I, like, I don't remember any of these jokes at all. <laughs> oh like, man. Or it, I mean, I remember like the physical comedy and like that Rizzo was funny, but I don't think I actually got a lot of these jokes until uh, until like today. I mean, watching it and then I put the text on so I could catch, try and catch everything. Yeah. And I was just too young. And now I understand so much more. Like they're, they're just oh, everything. Yeah. They're back and forth, you know. <laughs> so, so, so Gonzo introduces us to the uh, protagonist. And, you know, everybody knows A Christmas Carol. So if we skip around, oh, well. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so they introduce us to Scrooge. Of course, the whole thing, like typical Muppet Productions, is a musical. And normally I don't mm-hmm. like musicals. But for some reason, when the Muppets do it, I mean, they're awesome. Like, mm-hmm. like the Muppets know how to make a musical. So they... Um, <laughs> we get Scrooge and we get that first song, you know, there goes Mr. Humbug, there goes Mr. And I mean, I love it because this is the, the one that I loved growing up because of the, uh, you know, no cheeses for us, Mises, you know, and oh, like man. <laughs> it's even you're, worse you're for mouses. All, you're, you're taking all my things, man, all my lines <laughs> and all my things that I like. <laughs> well, we are brothers. Well, was, you know, <laughs> I mean, we probably yeah, we, we probably like this yeah similar things. <laughs> um, I liked, I liked about you know that part and other parts too. The, that um, they really went out of their way to show like the poor side, you know, uh, yeah. in a kids' movie. Yeah. Um, really, 
really making the kids or really humanizing the poor people. I mean, even though they're Muppets, but humanizing uh, all these uh, people who don't have food and showing showing kids like, hey, there's a lot of people who don't have nice things yeah. like you do, you know, and yeah. I, I really appreciated that. I don't know if I noticed that before. Uh, I wasn't aware of it. Now I'm aware of it. And mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's good. I mean, they 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 really try to make it at least. Uh, I mean, they really do try to attempt to make it like a respectable Christmas Carol movie. You know, of course, mm-hmm. they also don't because they throw in uh, Rizzo in <laughs> in there. But overall, I mean, they really do try yeah, their best well, to, to. <laughs> production value wise. Like they really do try to make a Christmas Carol. It's like so so. It's really good. You get to see mm-hmm. London in like all of its glories and all of its uh, all of its lows as well. You know, in that uh, Victorian era. And so it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's really cool, but I just, uh, the, the models and miniatures and the sets look so awesome. They're spot on. I, I love, them. I love the All look of, of this on. movie. Yeah. I love the look of it. Uh, it's just, it seems more real and, and dirty and grimy than like a modern day CGI or at least all CGI. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love it. I just love the methods they use and everything. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of which in order to, to accommodate the uh, the Muppets, they ended up having to build their soundstage, of course, you know, with, with huge spaces in it so that the guys can, you know, the puppeteers can actually be there with their hands and moving the Muppets. And so in order for like Michael Caine and, and uh, the other guys to, you know, the human characters to actually move around, they had to put like planks and like these little narrow boards and everything. So they're, I mean, they're also like balancing while they're doing all this stuff. And so it's, I mean, oh it's it's kind of crazy, you know. The, the <laughs> and he still is probably yeah. I think he's my favorite Scrooge too. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, it's, it's for just, sure. Yeah, I mean, I love Michael Caine. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's it's probably not a fair comparison either. I mean, well, Bill that's Murray. true. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, there have been others, you know. It's not just those two, but <laughs> no, those are, those are the only two. Those are the only two. <laughs> yep, yep. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's just me and my own culturedness. <laughs> I haven't. I, I don't think I've seen like a full uh, Christmas uh, Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. No, any other one. Oh wow, this is crazy. Yeah, I don't think so. I've seen pieces. Here you never saw there, the one with the Picard with Patrick Stewart. I don't know. I, I liked his performance. Have, I mean, he's a he's a amazing actor, so I liked his performance. Yeah, but you know, that, the production values there weren't amazing either. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh the songs were written by paul williams who wrote all the mm-hmm. songs for the uh the muppet movie so he's the one responsible for uh you know moving right along but especially uh the rainbow connection that everybody knows and is like mm, staple gosh so that's why all I these songs song. i mean they're all so good all the songs are so good here when you get a line like this you know uh don't ask him no, i'll go ahead and mm-hmm. sing it sorry don't ask him for a favor because his nastiness increases. No crust of bread for those in need. No cheeses for us, Mises. <laughs> it's I mean, it's you clever. You the lyrics too? Yeah, it's it's just, it's so clever. Oh, okay. So he was, uh, so he's music and lyrics. Uh, yeah, as far as I know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, the, the lines that I really enjoyed uh, that I was thinking about from the Marley and Marley song is those, oh, so those that rhyme scheme. Mm-hmm. The what is the rhyme? Oh, avarice and greed. We took advantage of the poor. Just ignored the needy. Mm-hmm. 
when it's like it's like not a greed need it's greed needy mm-hmm. and like uh then he does it exactly again on the next time our hearts are painted black we should have known our evil deeds would put us both in shackles and yeah. <laughs> it does it both times which i thought was really cool like yeah i don't know why he did that but um uh, it's consistent yeah it's clever it is clever yeah it, <laughs> the song is so good <laughs> oh yeah i mean they're all all these songs are like just amazing songs they're he he really knocked it out of the park i think mm-hmm. the, uh, the score uh the, the score even the parts without uh songs just the score he did he do the score as well no the score was done by um okay it was miles goodman you sure it wasn't Martina McBride? <laughs> it was not Martina McBride, no. <laughs> okay, okay, just checking. <laughs> no, I can say for certain uh, she she wasn't on this one. <laughs> I think you're thinking of a well, different she did the, the credit. movie. No, she did the credit when love is... Oh, that's right. Credits. She did the, yeah. <laughs> well, she didn't, she didn't compose the score. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> So we we yeah, introduced I mean, the to... score was good too, but yeah. All those... sorry, well, sorry. I, I do like the way he. Uh... Oh my gosh! <laughs> sorry, no, no. What you're what you're saying? I, I know what you're saying. He, uh, I do like the way that Miles Goodman, um, he took like, you know, like Good King Wenceslas, and uh, but then also the songs, and he mm-hmm. interwove them like throughout his overture in that that you know opening, mm-hmm. well, the overture essentially, you know, right away when we get the main titles. Dun, 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 dun. so we get like all these pieces of the different songs but then also you know dun, 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 dun. and then we were i mean it's just it's seamless yeah. seg from one to the other he, he really uh the flow is very good and he he really transitioned mm-hmm. i think well which is kind of cool because that's that's hard to do i mean, look at stravinsky mm-hmm. man i mean he's a genius but uh some of his transitions are pretty pretty rough <laughs> <laughs> That's of course, I think he did it on purpose, but still, you know. Century thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I love Stravinsky. I'm, like my, one of my favorite yeah. composers of all time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. I would love to see this uh, as a as a stage musical. Right. I, I don't know if there's an I don't know if there's enough songs. Yeah, I mean, there's a I mean, there's several musicals of A Christmas Carol already, and I know on one of them, uh, okay. I, I have a CD, and, and one of them has like. I don't know a million tracks on it <laughs> so they would have to like expand they would have to like expand it a lot but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree i think all these songs are perfect for that kind of um milieu yeah yeah and this uh they, they have that other they had that other muppet like musical the one with the like cussing puppets and stuff or which so, one? Uh, I don't know what you're talking some, about. I think it's called like something, something Avenue or something. Oh, I, I don't remember, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The Happy Time I, Murders or something like that. I, I don't know, but I mean, they could do it. Like they could do puppets and and uh, and well, Jason and Jason Siegel did it Disney. in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, the, the the Dracula musical with puppets. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it can be done, folks. It can be done. <laughs> There you go. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so we're introduced to Scrooge. And um, yeah. of course, he goes into his counting house. We're, now we're introduced to Bob Cratchit, played by Kermit the Frog, who I think is like the perfect Cratchit. Because like you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. Kermit's humble. You know, he's he's the one that's that's loyal and always there. And he's, I mean, you know, he's he's Kermit. 
And uh, yeah. so I thought that was a, a nice touch. But then they decided to staff it with other uh, other rats, which is just, fu- <laughs> it's just funny, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, of course, they ask, oh, him, my they ask him for more coal. And we get that, you know, the whole... Uh, and who needs coal on the, un- on the unemployment line? And then they're all heat wave. Oh. <laughs> this is an island. This is my the island sun. in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rats are just so freaking amazing. I love those movie. rats. Uh, I remember them from uh, you know, Muppets Take Manhattan. And uh, they were like one of the funniest parts of that movie, which up until Muppet Christmas Carol, I actually loved Muppets Take Manhattan best. That was like my favorite. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the rats again, I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we get the yeah. To... I mean, that's. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. That's 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 tough between those two movies. But again, I don't feel like they can be compared. Like it's not fair to compare them because this one, like they're not really even the Muppets. They're mm-hmm. they're playing other characters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not quite fair. I, I feel like uh, Muppet Take Manhattan is definitely my favorite regular Muppet movie. Yeah, then, I know what you mean. Well, and then because <laughs> this one's like a Christmas movie, it also kind of sets it apart a little bit, at least in my mind, you know what I mean? Like it's not quite the same. Yeah. So it, uh, I feel the same way. It's like, yeah, no, no. Regularly, I like Muppets Take Manhattan. That's my favorite. But uh, yeah. yeah. But overall, yeah, it's this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure um so now we're introduced to fred you know uncle scrooge's nephew okay another human character and uh we also get introduced at this point to a few minor characters so there's the to prove how mean scrooge is there's that one muppet that's talking about how you know his i think it's his daughter's bills medical bills and so he oh, kind of yeah. he like throws him he, you know please don't shout at no, me sir thank you for not shouting at me yeah <laughs> he grabs him throws him out the door and yeah the guy thanks him for not shouting <laughs> so good and, uh, so we get that and then um we get bunsen and beaker as the uh mm-hmm. the, the charity collectors which is a nice touch mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course Fred is there. He's, he's, you know, inviting Scrooge to dinner. He's like, no, no, no. That's when the, the money collectors ensue. And he, he's like, yeah, I cannot, no, I do not make myself merry at Christmas. He's like, well, that's certainly true. And I cannot afford to make others <laughs> merry. That's certainly not true. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that guy a lot. I, I kind of wish he had more. Uh, had I did more too. I thought he was a good Fred. I really did. I mean, I know in the book, Fred really, that's, I mean, it's, it's pretty spot on. Like they tried to keep it as close to the, the novella as possible. And so, you know, he has about okay. the same amount of time. But it's a shame because I, I I agree. I think out of all the Freds <laughs> I've seen, he's like my favorite Fred. You know, he he really he really does it. I think he's got he's yeah, got he that perfect he does like it very well. He's got like that perfect manner about him, but mm-hmm. he still has like a warmth that you can see. Yeah, yeah. For for he's that kind. period, and he's yeah, yeah exactly it, yeah. He's kind and he has a heart, but like he's. But he still like gives it to Scrooge and pokes him, <laughs> He's yeah. him around and like he, he needles care. him a bit. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting because he seems like the only character that's able to poke at him. I mean, uh, Kermit stand, kind of stands up to him, but not in that way. Not really. No. Yeah, 
He's like, uh, you know, hey, uh, uh, all the other businesses will be closed. There'll be no one to do business with. <laughs> yeah. At least a lot of coal for the fire. And <laughs> you got to appeal to his, his business side. And then Scrooge is basically like, yeah, since I'm the only smart one, everybody else is an idiot. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty right. much. Yep. <laughs> so, of course, Fred leaves. Scrooge tosses, says no and tosses out Bunsen and Beaker and... Uh, you know, we, we get the whole, and of course, also, decrease the uh, surplus population thing. But but Fred yeah. leaves a wreath behind. And uh, we hear, at this point, we hear Bean Bunny Christmas caroling. You know, and he's, I think oh, he's actually oh, singing oh. Good King Wenceslas. So cute. <laughs> I know, I love so Bean Bunny. So cute. And uh, so, you know, he's he's caroling and Scrooge opens the door and he's like, Penny for the song, Governor? <laughs> that was my that was my best bean bunny and <laughs> so, that was good oh so thank good. you and so you know scrooge closes the door on him <laughs> then he grabs a wreath opens the door and bean bunny turns around because he thinks he's actually gonna he like so give excited. him something and instead he just throws the wreath at him it's like oh man <laughs> oh man yeah and, uh, they, they do a really good job of of uh of making scrooge seem unredeemable yeah or irredeemable mm-hmm. uh in a short amount of time since it's a kids movie yeah i feel like they do a really good job of that yeah i know what you mean i think the only one that does it uh in an even shorter amount of time is mickey's christmas carol because <laughs> that's only oh, like wow. 20 like 22 <laughs> or 23 minutes long for the whole thing so <laughs> oh my gosh yeah but um so of course the the we the thing ends the or the the work day ends Scrooge goes home and then we get a, a nice little thing of Bob turning out the lights. Another song by Paul Williams. It's pretty good. You know, one more sleep till awesome. Christmas. And it's, it's, it's nice and atmospheric because there's a lot of like the candlelight and they're yeah. blowing it out and it's just, it's cool. You and know? while I was watching that, I uh-huh. felt the excitement from when I was a kid. Right. Uh, the one more sleep. Oh yeah. my gosh. Like I remember that um, the, the Christmas Eve, thinking that tonight I'm going to go to sleep and tomorrow I'm going to have all this, these toys and joys. And um, I felt, I almost felt it when I was watching it this morning and it's not, it's never going to be the same, but I could feel it in them at least. Yeah. Kind of like when you talk about, you feel it in your kid. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, the rats and, and Kermit were so excited and happy and it was amazing. And then of course the rats and their little gags the whole time. (laughs) It's so amazing the stupid things they're doing <laughs> yeah we follow there there follows a, a whole montage of like uh ice skating and um uh penguins and rats oh and, yeah uh, all sorts yeah. of things like that and, and we get that cool i like uh i like the cool beatbox or not beatboxing but uh it's almost like a a scat with kermit and uh oh and, and robin so- which is nice uh i just i always like that too we haven't we have that ornament it's like kermit holding you know robin or or sorry bob holding tiny tim and uh okay i was like what (laughs) well you know kermit is bob cratchit and and robin is tiny Tim. i don't i don't know all the the names of the like the extra muppets oh okay well i need to be i need it explained to me Maybe I should have asked someone else to be on the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, no, I brother. I must have the record. I must have the record. <laughs> well, this right now will put you... appearances. Right now, this will put you <laughs> as uh, as the number one. Yeah, but... <laughs> uh, but but I think I think there's a couple of guys that are they're coming close. 
So you might have to throw in another appearance soon, but <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. They're probably they're probably more qualified. And so, yeah, yeah, we have that ornament oh, that on our Christmas awesome. tree. It's a Hallmark ornament, and so yep. you like like pull okay. the, or press the button, and and they do that. You know, it's the season to be jolly and joyous. Fa la la, you know, and Kermit's fa la la. <laughs> yeah that's so cool it is so cool it's like god they just he just came up with like some good tunes man i mean they're catchy they really are <laughs> yeah uh, and different different styles which usually i complain about in disney movies i'm like they should have made this sound more uh what do you call <laughs> Vic- it victorian more like a peri- more, period, more period appropriate period music yeah or cultural and i'm like what are they doing but this one like there's all kinds of I think because it's so irreverent anyway, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, Rizzo yeah. is clearly from New York. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's funny. I mean, how can you, <laughs> how can you yeah. not? I mean, it's just, it's, it's funny. So um, Scrooge goes home. Of course, we get the classic door knocker turns into Marley's face thing. And oh, Scrooge. Yeah. You know, and he's. <laughs> and, uh, I'm so back. They, yeah, <laughs> that, that was good. That was a good Michael Caine. Uh, no, that was a good Michael Caine. <laughs> that was a terrible Michael Caine. Maybe we should have a Michael Caine off at the end to see. <laughs> so you could do the best Michael Caine. Uh, but, oh my gosh. <laughs> but, I have uh, no chance of that. So of course we get Scrooge up in his his room, and that's when he's visited by the Marley brothers, who they ended up they took the character of Jacob Marley and split it into two. They created another right, character, right. Robert, uh, just for this, so that way Statler and Waldorf could be, in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is like genius because you know. Oh my gosh! I mean, they're they're like perfect, you know. <laughs> did you ever watch Muppet Family Christmas? I don't. I don't think you did. Um, no, because it wasn't like growing up. We kind of missed it, you know. Okay, but it it no, was a uh, yeah. It was from like eighty seven, and it's it's got like all the Muppets almost. It's like got almost all the Sesame Street guys, a ton of like the Fraggles. I mean, it's it's like a big like Crisis on Infinite Earths Avenger style mashup. <laughs> uh, you know, at Fozzie's mom's house for Christmas. So it's really good. But <laughs> but there's a part where Statler and Waldorf or like heckling Fozzie Bear, you know, and Fozzie's, mm-hmm. Fozzie's like, you know, oh, you know, you, you want promise to see my new act. And so, of course, they're like, we'd love to see your act. In fact, we love to hate your act. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of a thing. And so it's like, I, I, I mean, they're perfect, perfectly cast as the guys to kind of get Scrooge, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, to, to be his partners, you know, as the misers, but also uh, to, to kind of redeem themselves, which I thought was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they were, I, I can't, again, I can't imagine anybody else in that part. Um, and I don't know what the original character was like in, in the book, but they definitely, <laughs> they made this, uh, yeah, so much fun and, and uh, they poke fun at him and <laughs> they, they sure I, do. Uh, their humor is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, there's more of, there's more of gravy than of grave with you. And then. <laughs> Gravy than a grave. Oh, oh you know, where'd you get these awful puns? And <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, like it's good to be heckling again. You know, 
it's good to be doing anything again. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just, it's, it, it was, it was great. And then they get that, that Marley and Marley song that we, you talked about earlier, which is like, a, mm-hmm. a, again, one of the catchiest songs, you know, it's, it's we're Marley, Marley and Marley, Marley. avarice <laughs> and greed. <laughs> I mean, it's just, Oh yeah. We're Marley and Marley, avarice and greed. Took advantage of the poor, just ignored the needy. We specialized in causing pain, spreading fear and doubt. And if you could not pay the rent, we simply threw you out. <laughs> I just wanted to mention real quick that uh, I I did pick up on quite a lot of references to how can I say this morality and mm-hmm. uh, re- religious things than more than usual. I guess uh, nowadays I think Disney can't like they, they don't do anything mm-hmm. religious <laughs> pretty much. And yeah. back then in the nineties, it wasn't untouchable, I think. And plus it's, you know, it's Christmas Carol. Yeah. But, yeah um, so you can get away with a lot you more. Know, there's, there's like a, uh, you know, references to God, there's references to praying, praying in the morning, praying in the evening. There's, there's quite a few. And I was like kind of freaked out. I was like, dang, like in 20, 28 years or I guess even less than that. Uh, yeah. It's almost, it's, the, it's almost 30. shifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost 30 years. The, the landscape of Hollywood has shifted where you can't talk about that stuff anymore. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that real quick. Oh, no, that's cool. It. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Here we go. Hold on. I, I gotta, I gotta read this just cause it's so fun. I got a ton of these quotes. He's like, uh, <laughs> why do you doubt your senses? Because a little thing can affect them. A slight <laughs> disorder of the stomach can make them cheat. <laughs> You may be a bit of undigested beef, a blob of mustard, a crumb of cheese. There's more gravy than a grave about you. More gravy than a grave. What a terrible pun. Where'd you get those jokes? Leave comedy to the bears, Ebenezer. <laughs> I never noticed him say that. This is the first That's time I, I actually... One. Yeah, it's like a reference to Fozzie. I mean, it's like the first time I ever heard him. I caught that line and I don't know how many times I've seen this. I mean, it's, it's great. <laughs> that's, that's, see, this is why I have to watch almost everything with the subtitles. Cause I, yeah. there's too many lines and I miss so much. Well, especially something like this. I mean, when you're talking Muppets, yeah. they have so many, I mean, it's, it's a lot of, it's kind of fast paced, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's and they're snappy. talking over each other. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Man, <laughs> you're, the, you're, you're, uh, what, what is the name of those guys again? Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, your impressions of them is so good <laughs> on point. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> that's a, that's an amazing thing. What, what does that tell you about, uh, <laughs> about my attitude? No, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, of course. It tells me you should apply for a, for a, for like the Muppet the next Muppet movie. Or oh, something. that'd be awesome yeah. to be Statler or Waldorf. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. They leave. Of course, Scrooge finally gets to sleep. Gonzo mm-hmm. and Rizzo are like trying to get inside this whole time. <laughs> and, <laughs> this part is so funny. They're just, they're like trying to get through the gates and, and uh, Rizzo leaves his jelly beans on the other side. And <laughs> this, this is the funny, this is the funny part here. Like, I think it's in the previous scene, like all of a sudden he's got jelly beans. Like, wait, what? Like, where did these come from and why are they in the movie? Like, did they, did they have jelly like, beans in that time? I, I don't know. I can't find my jelly beans. And they just starts like looking in the snow for jelly beans. And I'm so confused. Like, what? 
why are there jelly beans like not even did they have them just why are they here where did they come from what's the point of them and the point was just to have uh, two gags that yeah. worked because <laughs> then in this scene when he you know he has to climb up over the gate yeah and, he, and then uh, gonzo says he'll catch him and then he overshoots he... gonzo yep and, and he falls you know he falls in the snow or whatever and then yep. he's like oh oh my jelly beans and then he goes under the gate and gets some jelly beans and comes. You could fit through those bars the whole time? That's <laughs> my Gonzo's yeah. needs work. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool, a lot of cool gags where, you know, they're with Gonzo and Rizzo where they're like <laughs> trying to get in to see and, uh, so they're climbing up a window and then they're like like pushed off a window <laughs> from the shutters you know when they're open and i mean it's just yeah <laughs> i mean it's just good stuff scrooge is visited of course by the first ghost the ghost of christmas past which um mm. was a muppet that they filmed in water which i thought was kind of cool in fact first they actually tried to use baby oh, oil wow they actually used baby oil to make it more viscous um but it turned out costing like lots and lots of money so instead, they mm-hmm. shot it in water, which is not good for like the Muppets glue and, and right, things like right. that. But they were able to get the shot, which was really cool. And uh, it's like this ethereal little child ghost it's, girl it's kind creepy. of thing. It um, is, but it's but it's really cool the way that they superimposed it. I mean, they, they made it work, you know, yeah. it was like, you know, blue screen and uh, and they were able to superimpose it and and. Of course, she's. I, I have memories of uh-huh. uh, that scene. Thinking when I was a kid, like this little child, like I don't know what this is, but it's like innocent and pure. But at the same time, it's really creeping me out. Mm-hmm. And watching it now, I like it's still weird. Like I had no idea what the effect was. I'm trying to figure out what is this effect. And you telling me like, oh, okay, that makes sense. They filmed it in water. But I was like, what is this effect? What is this? Like, it's just so bizarre. It's uh, so unusual for a movie. Yeah. I've, I've, I don't have anything to compare to that from other movies I've seen. Well, I love it because, you know, it's it's Muppets. So they're they're practical, you know, they're not CGI. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so doing this, I mean, they had to, they had to deal practically. Otherwise, you kind of lose that yeah. sense of what the Muppet is, you know? I mean, yeah. we, we watch, uh, my kids watch the new Muppet Babies and uh mm-hmm. and and it's not the 2d anymore it's it's all cg oh okay. and um they just yeah they put texture on them but it just it doesn't look i, right. I mean it's not the muppets you know right so it's like uh, they they had to make it work and and i'm glad muppets they did tangible exactly yeah and so i'm and, glad that uh, they, they made it work it worked very well so yeah and what i love about this is that they 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 take a lot of the uh like a lot of the, the the Christmas carols in earnest, you know, they take a lot of the dialogue straight from the book, you know. So when he's when Scrooge is like, you know, what business oh, okay. has brought you here? And she's like, your welfare. He's like, a night's unbroken rest might aid my welfare. Your salvation, then. I mean, it's like it's it's like perfect, you know. <laughs> that was my that was my terrible ghost of Christmas past, but. <laughs> but um, no, that was, again, that was good. So of course he's like, you know, I'm, you know you know she opens a window she's like you know we're we're gonna go to the past or whatever and you know he's like but i'm mortal and i might i might fall and she's like you know take my hand or whatever and so they're going out and i love at this point 
in order to kind of stay with the narrative, Gonzo has like a big old grappling hook that he's like swinging around and he, throw, <laughs> <laughs> he like throws and he catches Scrooge's robe, you know, his, his, his bed coat. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> so, so they're like hanging on. It's, it's the ghost and Scrooge flying and Gonzo and, and <laughs> Rizzo are there hanging onto a rope tied to a grappling hook. That, that's got Scrooge. I mean, it's just, it's like, like perfectly irreverent, that's, that's you crazy. know, and it's 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 kind of like in that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like in that in that Muppet Family Christmas. Like anytime it gets too sentimental, they break it up right away with like a you know something funny and a gag. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and so they yeah. do the, the same thing here. It's like oh, it's too suspenseful. What's going to happen? He's going with the ghost. And then oh wait wait, <laughs> Gonzo throws a grappling hook. You have the the serious going on, and then at the same time, like throughout the whole movie, it's like serious. Uh, dramatic and then you have comic relief yeah and it's like two different uh worlds almost yeah happening at the same time and they're not intermingled i guess until the very end when he taps (laughs) him on the head but uh um i was gonna say also something that always struck me was when he grabs the little girl's hand or Mm -hmm. and it's like a tiny little hand and yeah like she an infant i i I don't know like it looks like a little baby hand Kind of. So in the novella, it's it's a creature, uh, the ghost, he has like a flame on the top of his head, like a candle, and he's carrying like um, like one of those snuffers, you know, that you use to snuff out a candle, one of those old time conical mm. ones. But it's weird because it says that he's shining and shimmering, and then it says something like, like sometimes it looks like he has maybe two heads or like six arms, but he also seems young, but also old at the same time. So it's like all these different things are just fluctuating. Mm. So I think what they what they did as best they could was they took one of the images, which is like of the, the, the infant. Yeah. And then they just kind which of made like. the robes shimmery. Okay. Which I really like because he's going back to the past and, you mm-hmm. know, he's trying to, oh, I mean, he's going to experience the emotions from when he was a child and he kind of like, you know, he grabs onto this little innocent child and I think it kind of helps open him up as well. Like, the fact that it is a little baby child, you know, I don't know. There's something about that. Like even Scrooge couldn't be hard with a little, you know, yeah. baby there. I think, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know. He threw that wreath at bean bunny. <laughs> yeah, but that was, I know, but he's a bunny. I, I get it. <laughs> Not the same thing as little. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, Although you're he right. is cute. <laughs> he is cute. <laughs> So, of course, first we see she takes him back to the, uh, or I think it's a she. She takes him back to the, yeah. um, when he was in his, his school. And he's like, who cares about stupid old Christmas and all that stuff. And uh, and I yeah. love how Sam Eagle is his, uh, his headmaster. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sam Eagle is always talking about, de- you know, decency and and uprightness and you know i mean <laughs> like, you know he's always like like the the super straight you know guy trying to make sure that uh the muppets you know don't do anything too outlandish and uh <laughs> so it's like the perfect choice and he's like you know soon you'll be a student of business <laughs> yes headmaster yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And it, you get the, another great sight gag where, you know, they're, they're showing the shelf and you've got like Aristotle and Shakespeare, <laughs> you know, the busts of yeah. all these famous people. And then there's Rizzo and Gonzo just sitting on the shelf. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, I mean, I guess in a way uh, Dickens could be up there with them. He could be, yeah. And for real. Dickens, so I was thinking, huh, but they had to have a Rizzo there too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's he's a blue furry Charles Dickens, his friends with the rat. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, uh, when, so Scrooge already at that point, like they don't really talk about it, but he must've already had a crummy childhood because he hates Christmas. Like, well, yeah, they they don't talk about it. Yeah. And the novella, there's, there's a little bit more backstory where his little sister, like he was sent away to school, uh, because of his dad. Um, his dad was kind of rough with him and his sister like one year convinces him, the dad to like bring him back for Christmas. And I mean, it's like it's implied that maybe he was uh, the dad kind of yeah. resents him for, I think the mom passed away or something like that. And, uh, Oh, wow. Or it, it's something like that. It's, it's really, it, it doesn't go too deep into it, but it's, you know, there's a whole little scene with, Oh gosh, I think his sister's name was Fanny. So yeah, there is a little bit of something there, but, but yeah. So at this point, like you said, he kind of already doesn't like Christmas and he just is interested in studying and being by himself already. And mm-hmm. so we get that whole thing, but <laughs> Whereas most of the time they kind of show his friends all running and playing. I mean, really here they kind of focus in on his solitude and how it's kind of lonely. And so mm-hmm. you start to kind of feel bad for Scrooge a little bit yeah. and, and Scrooge is kind of starting to see, Oh yeah. Even back then, you know, I was kind of alone, but yeah, we get that, that fun, uh, that, that fun little, it's the American <laughs> way. <laughs> Cause it's Sam Eagle. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the British way. <laughs> That part, oh man, that was it. That was the, that was one of the lines, top lines. Yep, yep, I agree. <laughs> we always quoted that one. And then there's another gag with uh, where you know, Rizzo is finally like, oh, I'm finally, you know, we're finally safe. And then there, immediately there's a cat, and the cat starts trying to chase it. <laughs> <The cat. laughs> like a Muppet cat. <laughs> oh man, that's brilliant. Yeah, that. yeah. There's a lot of cool little things here, but. So then next we see... I always see, like the way the cat looks when it hits the door and it's like hands come oh, back yeah. <laughs> and it's like all flopping around. Yeah, it's like a anyway, classic cartoon ahead. cartoon pose when they hit something. And <laughs> they stiffen up for a bit. <laughs> but uh, so then we see him at his next, uh, at his first job, his apprenticeship with uh, Fozzie Wig instead of Fezzy Wig. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's, that's, that's again, cool. again, it's clever, you know, instead of Fezzy Wig, Fozzie, Fozzie Wig. <laughs> uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> and here's where he meets Belle and also apparently where he meets the Marley Brothers. And so, again, we get a whole... And they uh, got good jokes. Yeah, they have a whole, you know, hey, light the lamp, not the rat, and kind of a thing. And, <laughs> and then he falls and gets frozen and... <laughs> Gonzo, oh, I love when he Gonzo has, he has to like, like, like stick like a, like a from, his, or from his tail. He's holding his tail, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he has to like break him open. Uh, I mean, there's, oh, yeah, there, there's like a lot of little funny, uh, funny bits here. <laughs> and, the and the Marley Brothers kind of go off a little bit too on Fozzie Wig. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because he's he gives his Christmas speech and uh, he's like, "Thank you and Merry Christmas." they're like like, that's it it was it was pointless it was short we love it (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, again, it's just, it's like, like so irreverent, but also, I mean, it's just, it's so clever because I mean, that's exactly what they do. Yeah. They, they heckle Fozzie. <laughs> and so, oh, oh, so they put it in. Yeah, they fit it in. You know, the movie. So, and then uh, awesome. I like how the Electric Mayhem is like the house band playing the music there at that party. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Animal's trying to restrain himself. Yeah. <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah. He's got the, doesn't he have a huge bass drum, right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's like like just one huge bass. And he's just like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's good he's stuff. like, he, he's hitting the triangle. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The triangle. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> And this is where Scrooge meets Belle. They get all lovey-dovey and, you know, they get all silly for each other. Again, it kind of fades out and Scrooge knows what's happening next. And it's that scene where we we originally had a song, but it was cut. He's like, you know, he's like, business continues to be poor. Yeah. I, I, I remember I, watching that and being like, oh, dude, like, what's... Oh, I know, on, yeah, like, I, me too. Like, you? what are you doing, man? <laughs> Yeah. But um, I kind of understand, like, he's human. At this point, yeah, yeah, he it's just, just it's greed. He was just, you know, all about himself and just couldn't see. He just couldn't see what he's doing. Yeah. It sucks, though. I, I love you, Bill. You did once. And then you get that, <laughs> you get that song. <laughs> Which, uh, oh, it's so sad. It is, it is. And it is a really good song, but I still... I still sometimes fast forward it, <laughs> but a lot of times That's I watch okay. it with, with the okay. kids too. So, you know, you can see their eyes kind of glaze over at that part and you're like, all right, let's get to the next, next section. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're watching it with the kids that yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. I get that. And of course, Scrooge is like, yeah, but um, that's yeah. Great. Oh, let's cut that out too. Cut that out too. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. So Scrooge is, uh, you know, he's heartbroken and reliving it all. He's like, no more. Show me no more. And she's, of course, like, hey, these are your memories, guy. They're not mine. <laughs> yeah, the way well, she says it. Yeah, that they are and what they don't are. Blame do not me. blame me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. That's freaking hilarious. And then we get the best Dang. ghost. The best ghost Christmas present. Oh, man. Come in and know like me better, man. He did. He really did. Cause he, he, made, he made the movie. He's he really is that jolly, jovial mm-hmm. gent, you know. <laughs> you know, he's just he's 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 just so fun, and uh, of course it was a, a I performer think the inside. Movie drops the... down a tear without him. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> but it's funny because he's like, "Come in and know me better, man." <laughs> like I am the ghost of Christmas present. And like I am the did, I, did I say that already? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Michael Caine's response. Come in and know me better, man. <laughs> you're, you're a little absent-minded spirit, aren't you? <laughs> I'm a large absent-minded spirit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, what I didn't know was that there was a uh, anima- animatronics or. There was some sort of mechanical thing in there, or I guess Muppet Muppetatronics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's some um, some mechanical features along with the the live performer as well, which is really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Again, like uh, these these kind of practical things. I know yeah. they cost a lot of money, but they, they do. Just, yeah. They make oh my god, they they make it so much better than just completely computer. Yeah, I agree. 
George Lucas, so. listen up. <laughs> well, I guess it's not up to him anymore. George but. Lucas, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Disney. Jeez, Disney owns everything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I'm just waiting them for for them to buy the, those uh, those record companies so that we can finally get season four and five of the Muppet Show. <laughs> <laughs> you actually do want them to own everything. <laughs> Then we can have some continuity, man. Come on. <laughs> some real continuity. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, but yeah, this ghost is like so great. I mean, he's just, he's so happy and fun loving. And, you know, he, I, I mean, everything. He, even when he does uh, turn Scrooge's own words against him and, you know, when he, when he is a little bit harder on Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how he takes him to Bob Cratchit's house. First, he goes to Fred's house, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, he goes to his nephew because then, yeah, he asks for, to see some tenderness. Yeah. So first, he goes to Fred's house, and uh, they're playing the game. Twenty, Essentially, it's, like it's 20, 20 questions. 20 questions. Yeah, they, they have a different name for it. But, you know, so they're all guessing, and <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, they're, <laughs> they're like, uh, is it a dog? A cat, a cat. I said it first. Dude. I mean, he like he, <laughs> yeah. he really starts to like he really starts to like get into it, you know, into the game. Yeah. And at the end, you know, it's it's an unwanted creature that's not a like a cat, a rat, or a leech. You know, <laughs> it's Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that actor so much. <laughs> I do too. Um, it's just yeah. So so of course they. They have a little bit of fun at Scrooge's expense, and he's like, "Oh, like he doesn't feel good." So then he has to yeah. see some tenderness or whatever, and so they take him to, they take him to to Bob Cratchit's house. The Cratchits, and I, I like how he's like, "This is Bob Cratchit's house." He says, "This is Bob Cratchit's house." How did you know that? You just told me. Oh, well, I'm usually trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a a random line. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, <laughs> but it's just it's so it's so funny. Uh, again, it's like he's got like so much character. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. <laughs> he's just he's he's just so jolly. So uh, oh, you skipped over the the first part though. When they first get there, don't they do the dancing and singing? <laughs> Singing of a street corner choir It's going home and getting warm by the fire It's true wherever you find love It feels like Christmas Oh, that's right, that's right And that's where they're kind of, he's doing the... the You're right, yeah, how how dare I? Yeah, so so he he takes him through the streets and Because he's like, haven't you ever noticed how Christmas is, uh, you know, like a wonderful time of year? And he's like, honestly, no, I've never really understood Christmas or whatever and so then he's like, it's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's getting home and getting warm by the fire. Yeah. Wherever you find love, it feels, like Christmas. Love, it feels like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's such a good song. I love that part. It's me too on my oh, uh, heck yeah. It struck me that it just keeps keeps on uh, changing keys mm-hmm. uh, constantly and it like it like never stops changing keys. I don't know how the song ends, but, and I was thinking like, well, one of the themes of that song is to make Christmas last all year. And so maybe it's like, you know, it's like the repetition or like a new, new key, new key, new key, new key, like all right, uh, Christmas yeah. every day kind of sort of, I don't know. I've, I've kind of felt like there was some textual painting there, text painting. 
Could be. Or not not text, but yeah, text painting in the music. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels like it's renewed, 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 yeah. renewed. Well, key changes always keys. re-energize. So, yeah. So it's like yeah. Christmas every day. It was, well, and, and at the same the at the same time, the change is what they were trying to affect in Scrooge. They, so if you oh, really want to get true. into it, also, it's like it's yes. another ch- a change, yes. you know, a change. So it's like it works on a lot of levels there. But it's just That's a good song, also. Yeah, it's also just a catchy song. It is it's the so season catchy. of the heart, a special time for caring. No, it ends with uh, he just says, "It feels like Christmas." It feels like Christmas. Oh yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it feels like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Feels like Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. So good. There was something else I was gonna say, and uh, I don't remember now. But, but I, I like how you know, as we're going through the streets, you kind of see them, like we mentioned, they're kind of dancing back and forth, and then Scrooge kind of <laughs> gets into it. You know, he starts to do that where he's just kind of oh, bobbing is... back and forth, and just like, hey, it's amazing. Kind of like it, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> But see, he's a yeah, and like now that he's uh, already going through that transformation, you mm-hmm. it's just so good seeing Michael Caine act like that, like the yeah. contrast from where he was just like 10 minutes ago or whatever. Yeah, it's ins- oh, it's not insane, but it's very gratifying. Very it gratifying. is, yes. But uh, so we get to see the Cratchits, and it's it's Kermit as Bob married to uh. <laughs> married to miss piggy so she's mrs cratchit and all their children are frogs and pigs which i don't know how that works but that's that's cool and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah don't need to know yeah yeah they're not they're not gomorian <laughs> guards or anything <laughs> so you know peter and we get the whole uh you know it, it, you know, it smells so good. It really does. You know, <laughs> that's good. Man. I mean, they're just, you know, they're just so excited. And of course, then he's he realizes at the time that, I mean, he pays Bob so little, and yeah. So at this point, you know, it's it's kind of standard. But but then we get another little immediately, like right away, another little song. You know, by Tiny Tim. You know, bless us all. Yeah. Na, 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 na. I, again, it's and it's another catchy, <laughs> clever, sweet song. And it's just like, oh man, I, I love that part. And uh, but but right, but really quick before uh, before that, when Tiny Tim comes in and he's all excited for the goose. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The goose. You would always you would always laugh at that part. I remember you would always say that again. <laughs> the goose. <laughs> Well, then we get another gag where where they're like trying to get inside the house, Rizzo and 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 Gonzo, and so so they're like like trying to clean the chimney so that they can hear better. And Rizzo like falls oh, yeah. in, and he falls on the goose as it's rotate you know rotating on the spit. Like, and so then soft. He's, and then he's like, he's landed on something soft. <laughs> of course, it starts to burn his feet, and then he later on is talking to Gonzo, and he talks about how he fell on a goose. He's like, ah, you always have all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> and he just gives him that look. <laughs> oh man, I, I love these awesome. guys. Yeah, these these guys are just great. <laughs> yeah, but that song uh, and uh, Tiny Tim, 
having that that virtue of gratitude and uh, wanting to help others is that really touches Scrooge because Scrooge has everything that mm-hmm. he wants basically money and he doesn't feel that way and Tiny Tim has nothing and his you know his physical health or whatever is yeah, so he doesn't bad even have and, his health. Uh, and then he's cute on the cute little child and uh, and that really touches Scrooge just seeing like wow this kid like knows more than or he I don't know like he's wiser than me I don't know if yeah. he thought that but he definitely felt something yeah and, yeah there was uh, definitely an, that's not how he was response. as a kid either so yeah yeah I, I love that I, lo- I really love seeing that so uh of course that we get the uh you know the the next ghost is coming and, and it starts to to get real windy and the, the ghost of christmas present mm-hmm. is starting to age and, and uh Something like that yeah <laughs> And uh, yeah, you can tell because the strings are, you know, doing something funny. And uh, anyway, so he's like, "Go and know him better, man." And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so then you get the, uh, you know, the ghost, and he, of course, he doesn't say anything because he's like super scary. It's like the hood, and I, I can tell they didn't want to do like a skeleton hand because they didn't want to be like too frightening. But it's still like a mm-hmm. creepy bluish, paleish ethereal mm-hmm. long hand and he does the the pointing and so then we get to see the charwoman and uh the spider and all those and they're like talking about his oh, man. but but i love it because at this point gonzo and rizzo are like this is too scary for us and so they like <laughs> they yeah. like just take off <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like wait you're the narrator nothing can happen to you and yet <laughs> I wonder why they did that. Like what what why did they do that? The I, the the writers. I think it the I think it's clever because now they're just letting the story speak for itself at this point. You know? And okay. uh but it also you know, we don't really need a lot of comedy at this point. It's the like this is his mm. turning moment. So it's like, well, how do I get rid of these narrators that are kind of funny? They're like, hey, they're scared of this, or oh, I don't know, maybe. I got you. Or got maybe they you. just thought and it was it speeds fun. it up. It does speed it up, yeah. Because it, yeah, that makes sense. Wow, that's really smart. Or maybe they just thought it was a funny bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember thinking, like, feeling even more scared when they left. I was like, what? yeah. When I watched it, like, what? <laughs> I'm like, these guys left. What's gonna happen? <laughs> Is it bad that we've been talking about it now? I want to go as soon as we're done. I want to like watch it again. I know. Oh my gosh! This movie. It's like I just saw it today, and I want to watch it's it again. So good. It it's is so good. good, and there's so much nostalgia for us. So of course they. That she's like, I've got his bed sheets, and she's like, they're still warm. You don't. I don't pay extra for the warmth. Uh, you know, and then of course she makes a, a little joke about, well, you should, it's the only warmth he ever had or something like that. <laughs> oh, but, burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a burn. <laughs> Tim, Tim, burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never heard that one before. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's from Saturday Night Live. I love it. <laughs> there's a whole it's like this guy and he's just saying burn like over and over again there are these two guys are like going back and forth like trying to burn each other and then they do they do like fancy like like burn things like that anyway <laughs> that sounds like the office <laughs> right but yeah so then of course 
is sad, so he wants to. Uh, or he sees the uh, the pigs, the, the the businessmen. He's like, I know some of those men and all that. And yeah. He, you know, there's a, a gentleman. He's like, I get it. You know, these these guys are talking about a gentleman that, you know, that could be like me. He's like, but but show me some warmth. And so could be. So so they go to see yeah. uh, they go to see the Cratchits, and of course, Tiny Tim has Cratchits passed away. Yeah. No God. No God, please no no. No, which I gotta is that, say, is that the one that that wait, like got me in the quick, feels, man. Oh, I was gonna say uh, real quick. Uh, when did they do the the twins? She couldn't tell the difference between the twins joke. Oh, that was uh, earlier. Was that? that that was earlier. That was in the present. In the present, yeah. Because I just as but soon as the, I saw that, I thought of the, that's that's the spaceballs joke. They watched the spaceballs space movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Charlene. <laughs> I'm Marley. It's like the ex- exact same. Yeah, she goes chew your gum, and she just goes whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you were saying, yeah, that, yeah but this uh, one is—it's Belinda and Bettina, I think, sad. or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah, but like yeah. Tiny Tim really like bummed me out, man. Like more, more than most Tiny Tims. Like yeah. this one really got me, and I don't know if it's just because because of the whole Robin the Frog and the way that they they put the little crutch under his arm and you know he's kind of hobbling and <laughs> the goose yeah i mean it's just uh i don't know if it's because of that or or what but that one that one got me <laughs> socked me right in the feels i don't know and uh but it's also the way that uh kermit and man, kermit I oh man kermit's are, like how those actors the puppeteers and that the the voiceover they're just so good miss so, piggy and kermit's uh reaction Talking so, about the ducks and all that. Yeah. yeah. So Steve Whitmire, because, uh, you know, Jim Henson did the voice of Kermit. And uh, right. he had passed away. This is the first production, of course, they did after he passed. And so Steve Whitmire took over. And it's funny because uh, he actually had a dream like the night before they were supposed right. to be starting. And that's why, you know, he had a dream of like Jim Henson, you know, it was like in this all white building. And and it was this all white building. Jim Henson was there, and he's like, you know, what am I gonna do? And Jim kind of put his hand like on his face in his that he, in the same position he did when he thought, and he was like, it'll pass, <laughs> and uh, and walked yeah. away. And then ever since then, like he had like he had the confidence to get through it. And so it was. I That's mean, it awesome. was just yeah, it it was really cool. It's beautiful. Love hearing that. But yeah, so so that one really got me. And then uh, of course. You know, he's like, no, Tiny Tim. And then he shows him to the grave and he's like, no, no. You know, and pulls out his robes. And of course, it's his curtains and it's that big hallelujah moment. And and he's like so excited. He's pleading with with death or whatever is the future past, the the ghost of the the future. uh, When he's Mm -hmm. pleading with him and he keeps coming back to him like, but this, but but this right and the ghost just keeps pointing to his grave <laughs> yeah i know it's like hardcore he's just, he's just yeah. like <laughs> wait he's, they can't see what so i'm doing i don't know <laughs> i don't know why i pointed they couldn't see what i'm doing here because <laughs> <laughs> we're having a conversation here that's why <laughs> and, uh, yeah so it's just it's it's so funny and uh he's he's so excited and then i love how gonzo and Rizzo were like, we're back. We told you we would be. Hi, guys. We're back. We promised we would be. 
That's so dumb, but I love it. <laughs> they, I'm telling you, they I told have you like we would be. <laughs> they have like the best, like, like the best bits, man. Oh, they really, great. they really that's make great. the movie. Those guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then I love Scrooge. Um, and he he finds what's the rabbit's name again? I forget. Bean Bunny. Uh, yeah, Bean Bunny's yeah, walking down Bean the street. Bunny. And uh, and that's and he redeems himself with Bean Bunny. And I like how he's like, uh, an, what does he say? A, an intelligent lad, a remarkable lad, or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> and, and then he gets all excited. He's like, yeah, like yeah. Bean Bunny. You know, it feels good. He's like the one as big as me when he's talking about the turkey. Or whatever. <laughs> he's like, yes, go and buy it. Be serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it is oh man so yeah and then we get the whole uh he's making all the preparations and he's buying Mm -hmm. presents and we see him he has whole pails full of coal with ribbons on them for uh for his staff and uh, he drops by the 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 money collectors and you know the charity workers and and uh, he says he's going to donate something and you know a whole lot they're like, oh, you know, and then Beaker gives him the the red scarf, and he's like, "For me, you know, oh, no man. one's ever given me anything." Oh. Before. I mean, it's just it's like, oh, gets that's, you. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. And yeah, I never man. really. I always, when I was a kid, I was always like, "Why? Like, I don't want that crummy scarf." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I just donated all this money. You're just gonna give me a scarf, but like, to him, <laughs> oh man, hmm, it I meant see. so much. Like you said, like he. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm an e- like an evil, evil <laughs> nah. child or something. No, nah, that's it's no that's like kid, uh, kid logic, man. You know, but like seeing it now, like uh, like oh, finally getting a gift, yeah, and then know. it means so much to him. Like oh god, and he drops yeah. by Fred's, and uh, you know they're just like huh, and so then of course he shows up at Bob Cratchit's. And he's we get and he's this cool, dancing along the way, doing the doing the jig again. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. We get an it's it's a another great song with a thankful heart. And that's the that's the good like sub theme of the movie is like uh, not just be like uh, giving to others, but like being grateful. Yeah, and, uh, with a thankful heart, like that's great. That's so good. Yeah, being grateful. It's hard. It is being grateful is, is, is it is hard a lot of times and and that's why so many people fail. I mean it's just it's it's one of those things that Scrooge Scrooge gets. And it, yeah. so, so yeah. the what I was going to say earlier that I I just remembered now is that song um you know it feels like Christmas um mm-hmm. that the Christmas present sings and this one thankful heart I I put them both on my Christmas playlist that's it's all of the uh the time life treasury. And then at the end I put in, <laughs> I have like a few others. And so these are on my, my uh, Christmas playlist now, which I love, but uh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Cause it's so I good. Love it. I love it. But uh, it so we get it's this so cool good. little thing where he's dancing between, you know, dancing around telling Bob, he's like, and, and therefore Bob, I'm going to, you know, <laughs> and of course Piggy's like, I'll, you know, I'm going to raise you right off the pavement or whatever. <laughs> that one wasn't as good. That's harder to do. And uh, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to raise your salary. And then, so it's all, it's all good. They have a good, they're all together. Everybody crammed in there and it's a, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Fred's there. And then they reprise the, the love we found. The, the love, love we found. Love yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's awesome. So it's just, it's, it ties it all together. 
So that's uh, that's when, when I was a kid. Uh, oh, one one more thing, quick. Go go for it. Uh, go for it. When I was a kid, I always just felt a little disappointment that he didn't like get back together with with Bell because oh, like, especially yeah. having seen Scrooge, he gets back together with you know the girl at the end. Yeah, with his, with his mm-hmm. love. Yeah, he does. But you know, thinking about it, uh, thinking about it, you know, she sang that song and she she moved on basically, you know, in that song. So I mean, well, she did. She um, one thing that we see when they go to Christmas present uh, in the novella is that he actually is taken to see Belle, and it's it's like Belle oh, and wow. uh, and her husband, and they're oh, wow. he's like I ran into an old. The husband at the time is like, I ran into an old friend of yours, like Scrooge, and they kind of talk about it. So, so yeah, she gets married and has kids, and it's yeah, you know, like that ship has sailed, yeah. which is which is something that I thought was kind of nice for Scrooge, you know, because mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, they kind of they changed it, they yeah. changed it a bit, um, but which makes sense here, like that he says all of the all of the the people are going to be his nephews and nieces. Yeah, in the song, you, you mean? Know, like he doesn't have a love anymore, so like everybody's like his nephews and nieces. He's, yeah. yeah, no, no, it's good. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody know that Martina McBride had a track on the Muppet Christmas Carol soundtrack? I didn't know. <laughs> I have it, and I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man. What would you say is your uh, hap, hap, happiest moment with this special? I feel like just, just from, I don't know what the happiest moment was, but I just feel like, rem, I just remember watching the movie. I I do, I'm not going to say, okay, hold on. I'm not going to say my happiest moment, but I do remember when we first watched it, I was very skeptical at the beginning. Like it looked boring to me, like uh, mm-hmm. British uh, 17, what is it? 18th century, 19th, 19th, 19th century? century. Yeah. Uh, yeah and uh just looking at the buildings and i i remember being a kid and being like whatever but then just being completely taken by the movie you know having going through the ups and downs of the movie and and actually being able to experience my emotions in this movie which not a lot of movies can do that for me and uh, i just think just being able to to uh actually get involved emotionally with the movie is is a happy memory is uh feeling the sadness the fear the happiness the joy the re- Everything about it, the music, oh gosh, the music, you know, all of that is just my hap, hap, happiest memory with the movie. Nice. And just watching it with those people I love, so. I remember um, I hadn't gotten to watch it in a few years, and then I went down to visit. We just like, hey, let's watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Some, I don't know if it was you or David or someone, it might have even been me, I don't know, and it just put it on and it was like it was it was awesome you know it was just one of those things that it's mm-hmm. like ah i wish you know i i wish we could watch it like all the time together yeah <laughs> it's just yeah it's, so that would be mine that but, one in muppet takes manhattan too <laughs> oh i know that's such a good one they're getting married oh that part <laughs> i was so- <laughs> Oh, and I love that part. <laughs> the Swedish chef. I love the Swedish chef. He's another one of my favorites. He's just, oh, man. <laughs> oh, but, we didn't uh, even talk about him, yeah. No, he, well, he didn't really, came out for he like didn't really have very much. Um, he didn't have very much to do. Yeah. yeah. But, except for uh, the singing fruit. <laughs> so <laughs> now we come to my favorite part of the show which is a little segment I like to call gag me with the spoon. 
So this is where we do uh -oh. our best impression of our least favorite part. <laughs> and uh, we let the listeners decide. Or we could do something different. We could do a Ebenezer Scrooge off and see who has the best <laughs> Michael Caine oh, impression. I don't know if I can do a Michael Caine impression. Oh, that means that means we got to try. <laughs> um, so um unless you had something already planned in which case no, i don't have i don't have anything else in mind just tell me what to do <laughs> <laughs> all right well in that case pick a quote and we'll see who can do the best michael kane impression <laughs> <laughs> i don't know okay <laughs> i don't remember how he says this chris Christmas is a very busy time for us, Mr. Cratchit. People preparing feasts, giving parties, spending the mortgage money on frivolities. One might say that December is the foreclosure season. Harvest time for the money lenders. <laughs> Awful. I don't even know how he, I don't even remember how he says the line. Like I was just trying to do a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got the, the, the last part was the, the important part. You got that right. Cause he looks up harvest time for the money. <laughs> oh, sorry, audience. oh man. Okay. Well, I'm going to do the one from when he, he goes to see, um, he's in Christmas past and he's a, he's talking about Fozzywig and he goes, what an employer he was, as hard and ruthless as a rose petal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good job. <laughs> and also, oh, man. the goose! The goose! <laughs> Is that what you were going to do? If we had no, done, I didn't have one planned. If we had done uh, our least favorite part, I was actually going to pick When Love Is Gone. I know. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> Can't help it. It's it's the most boring out of all of them. It's so good, but it is it just it kind of drags. It is good, but it's also a little boring. But <laughs> but like really the, the Jedi. I just I just can't help Sorry. it because her, her nostrils like flare so much. <laughs> yeah. She had Poor a good girl. voice though. Really she had a great voice. voice, yeah. She uh I read that Better than mine. she she recorded she re she she recorded the song on a twenty seventeen album. Uh, oh she yeah, had an album in 2017, and she re-recorded the song. Oh wow, yeah, I, I haven't heard it, but it's awesome. Yeah. It's super. I'd awesome. rather hear that than no offense to Martina McBride, but uh, I'd rather hear that. Yeah, than, for real. So I, I right, concur. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, apparently, Mike uh, Michael Caine had never sat, sang in anything before. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he was like great. super nervous. I thought he did a great job. Sounds you good. Know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he and, uh, <laughs> he was yeah very uh, hesitant at first to take the role because of that. It was such a small, small singing part, but oh, that part was great when it was just him longing and regret singing mm -hmm. there with with his past love. Love that was that touched me. Yeah, and then of course you know when he's he's singing at the end, the thankful heart. Yeah, good. Now there were actually two songs that were cut. Oh, They're I on saw the, him. One of them was the bald eagle. Yeah, Sam Eagle. I think it's called like Chairman of the Board. And then the other one is uh, Bunsen and Beaker, the charity collectors. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. And it, uh, so they were, they were scripted, they were written, they were recorded, but they were never filmed. So, like, like yeah, were, those make sense completely. 
Well, they thought it didn't really add anything to it. And yeah, that like, I think if they were to do a full musical, they'd be back in for sure. Yeah. I hope they do. Yeah, me too. So Danny GI Joe taught us that, uh, knowing is half the battle. What do you think is the other half? Um, The other half is ricochet. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, no. Can I have? Can I have another? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, go, go nope. for it. <laughs> I guess it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Knowing is half the battle, and uh, boy, I think that giving, being selfless, being try, trying your best to be grateful for what you have is the is the other half oh man that's way better than mine well mine is it funny <laughs> if you want to tell a great story have a sidekick rat <laughs> <laughs> and nobody else has followed that advice what the heck <laughs> i know i don't i don't understand man so danny final thoughts i don't know if it's because i'm hosting the podcast that i'm like just going crazy for this <laughs> am i gonna do this for every single topic we have but just this movie like oh gosh like uh, it's just so unusual. I feel like uh, it's unusual for a Muppet movie. It's uh, definitely unusual for a modern Christmas movie. Like I said before, there's a lot of moral and religious undertones and themes. Um, Michael Caine, just phenomenal working with puppets or well, the char- their characters, right? Their characters, but right? mm-hmm. with puppets, uh, just talented writers talented composers uh you can't make movies like this that often and even if those people came together again however that might look it it might not be as good it's just one of those things it's Mm -hmm. it happens and and, uh who knows what how it happened or or why it was so good but it, it is amazing Whoa, that's scary stuff hey should we be worried about the kids in the audience no it's all right this is culture oh Oh, uh, jelly bean? Uh, I had them in my pocket all along. What? Yeah, and it was it's, um, my, it's my favorite Muppet movie. And it was Brian Henson's uh, directorial debut, the first right. movie he ever did. So uh, that's insane. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, I think on that note, I'm going to end it with: It's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true. Wherever you find love. You can check us out, as always, on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like Scrooge on Christmas morning, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Later, dudes. If you've ever wondered about the history of Santa Claus, the traditions behind a Christmas tree, or what people leave out for Santa in Eastern Europe, then you're probably a lot like me. My name's Jeff, and I absolutely love Christmas. Join me on the Lost Christmas Podcast and learn about the people, traditions, mysteries, food, celebrations, and all manner of history around the holiday season we all love. At the end of each episode, I also read a little bit from The Lost Years of Santa Claus, a book which fills in the gaps that we have in the story of our beloved gift giver.